Father, listen to our earnest prayer. Jesus prayed it years ago. That the glory you had given him, we would somehow come to know. So make us one according to your plan. Isn't heaven it will be? With the truth and righteousness You desire the world to see Hey, welcome to the Surrender All of Jesus radio show on Joy 1340. My name is Richard Schweigler, and guys, we got an awesome, awesome show for you today. All the way from Chicago, I have Pastor Coach Dennis P. White in the studio with me. So, uh, guys, we're going to be talking about how God is moving in his life and the things that he's been doing. And, guys, I just want to let you know that um, I, if you looked at my Facebook post, man, Pastor White is such an unbelievable, he has an anointing and a gift for speaking and motivating people and uh, go go figure that because he's a coach right yeah so um, but guys I'm telling you there's an anointing that comes with the things that he's saying and Holy Spirit just oozes out of him and uh, it's a total honor to have him on the show so Pastor White I just want to thank you for coming on the show let me give you some accolades too so you are a pastor at Faith World Church Correct. And, but you also have um, your own ministry and it's called Coach Dennis White, right? Correct. Yep. Yep. And um, also, you are a head basketball coach at uh, Douglas Academy High School, and that's in Chicago, Chicago, right? Yep. Yep. So, that's one of the things I want to talk about today. But tell me a little bit about, like, you have some other accolades where you used to be um, a coach uh, for a college team, right? So, tell me a little bit about that. uh, Well, I started coaching in high school in Chicago. Okay. I always always had aspirations as a co-coach at the Division One level. Right. That's the big-time basketball. Yeah. And so I had an opportunity to do that. And I was at Northern Illinois for a while, and I was a graduate assistant starting at the bottom, working on a hog farm from 7 to noon, and then coming and coaching basketball until like some 10 o'clock stuff? at night. Sweet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I ended up in Arkansas, man. Right after that, coaching at Arkansas Little Rock. And uh, it was a lot of work, but I really enjoyed it. Was my, it's been my passion, coaching. Yeah. And I've had a chance to coach Derek Fisher, who played for the Los Angeles Lakers, five-time champion. Yeah, I saw that and, in your bio. That's yeah, cool. And a couple other players who've played in the NBA as well, too. And so that, that's been just a real honor to be able to have a chance to do that, to just impact people's lives. I was ahead of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes for Arkansas Little Rock. Wow. And so we had Bible studies before the games yeah. and try to get the kids, you know, to get their mindset, get, get them right. But also, you know, share the gospel with them as well, too. Right. Because that's part of my job is not just to coach basketball, but to but to bring Christ into the lives of these young men. So when they leave, yeah. they, they not only take a degree in basketball with them, they take Jesus with them as well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really cool. So um, so you, you didn't start out being a pastor. So 
kind of give us because uh, the people that are listening right now don't don't know who you are. So start from like where you started this and uh, and kind of not a like a detailed thing of, of what's going on, but some like key points of how God changed you in different ways and how he got you to that next I level. Th- I think probably one of the biggest reasons that I moved into this was because when I became a part of a church in Arkansas, I was recruited to be an usher. Gotcha. So I started being an usher. I started serving. Yeah. And I noticed that in life when the Bible says promotion doesn't come from the east or west or the north. It comes from above. Mm-hmm. And anytime you decide that you're going to be in service, God is looking to promote you. And anytime you're serving him, he says, okay, I see service and I need promotion. Because on your job, you don't get promoted unless you have what? Good service. Yeah. And so God began to promote me and to move into security, moving to helping the pastor. And then it just got to be a situation where I met her and I was in a church and some man looked at me and said, hey, you're called the ministry. I don't know him from Adam's house dog. Right. And he called right. me out. And then I were in another service and another guy sees me and says, oh, you're called to the ministry. God's calling you to the ministry. And I'm going, what is wow. the calling to the ministry? I got no idea what this is. Right, right. You know, but as I began to spend time with Bobby and we were dating, she began to teach me and help me understand these things because her whole life has been ministry. You know, and so eventually at some point I said, you know what, Lord, I got in my closet for a year. And she thought I didn't want to marry her. But it was the point where I wanted to marry her, but I was like, do I leave my coaching and go into full-time ministry? Yeah. And I got in the closet for a year and began to seek God, and I finally got a release. Okay, it's time to go into ministry. And then I began to study on-the-job on training with her dad for eight years. Wow. And it was quite a learning experience for me. You know, a lot of people don't realize that there's there's a sacrifice to the things God has called us to do. An awesome sacrifice, though. I mean, it's 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 literally listening, being obedient, but then those blessings and the anointing and the things that He's calling you to do come into play, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, once you start learning to serve, then you see how your service coincides with what God wants you to do. Oh, it's huge, right? And yeah. you, so I've I've been allowed to impact at my public high school in Chicago. I have free reign here to share the gospel. I win my health class every year, freshman health class to the Lord yep. every year. I win my new players to the Lord every year. And in fact, we lost three players to gunshots. They were they were their gang they were in gangs and they got killed. But you know what? Those three guys, they're in heaven because God used me to lead them to accept wow. Jesus in their life. Yeah, you know, if um, a lot of people don't realize that the they think that the you know you can't do those things because you're in a government position in public schools. I myself was a cop. You know, I mean I I prayed for people you know in the booking room and not only i would arrest them for drunk driving and then um ask them if they needed to get help and you know of course i mean if you're arresting for drunk driving there's there's a problem somewhere right it's not necessarily the root issue but it's Mm -hmm. it's there and um if they wanted to get help when i got done working i'd take off my uniform go pick them up at their house now i just arrested them six hours prior right get them into detox and then get them into the recovery group at my church so did that for years and everybody knew Everybody knew. So if you're listening right now and God has called you into, well, let me just rephrase that. God is always calling you into wherever you're at. So there's a purpose for where you're at right now, no matter what it is. Uh, You could be a police officer. You could be a coach. You could be uh, working at Starbucks. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be in a pulpit. You don't have to be in church. The market ministry is wide open and ready for everybody to get involved in. Yeah. And I really believe now, too, that the the, the government is open to these kind of things. I mean, even if you look at kind of what's going on in Milwaukee right now, um, 
um, with the chaplaincy program. And so the doors are being opened. And the question is, is are we going through them to do the things that God has called us to do, right? And that's where we need more people to get involved in those things. Yeah. To be able to take the gospel in there because people are realizing all this psycho- psychological help and all these medicines and classifying everything the disease or well, what's the one thing yeah god sent his word and healed all of our diseases yeah so the word of god can kick care of any disease that's going on that is in anybody's life yeah and so we need more jesus yeah yeah i think part of it too what what do you think it in it like holds people back from that what what do you think the criticism that? okay a lot of people if you notice now in society whatever you say has to be politically correct otherwise they call you some kind of you know, I'm not going to make this political, but right. they got names for you. Right. So people are afraid to get criticized, afraid to get rejected. Yeah. And that's what the devil wants. It's basically fear. Yeah. And so he says, it's not giving us a spirit of fear. And so right. we have to realize, you know what? I don't care what they say. I don't care what they think. I'm going to share Jesus because when I get to the when I get to the gates, I'm accountable for what I should have been doing and what I did. Yeah. Come on. Not what yeah. I was afraid of. Right. And so. Um, there's going to be two lines, the sheep and the goats. Yeah, and when I'm in that sheep 40. line, Come I don't on. want someone in the goat line saying, you saw me, you didn't talk to me, you didn't share with me. How could you leave me here like that? Yeah. I don't want anybody in the goat line pointing me out. Yeah. You know, yeah. I want to know that everybody I talk to, I drop the seed, I sow the seed. And it's God's job to bring the increase. He'll yeah. bring somebody else. Yeah. But we got to share the gospel. We got to plant the seeds. I agree. Yeah. I, I think it, what you're encompassing talking about is basically kind of fear, right? It's that yeah. that's what's holding people back. I think part of the fear of what's in that fear is that they don't know what to really do either. Yeah. Um, they don't, they, 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 they don't know how to like, how do I go up and actually like, you know, you see someone that needs prayer for healing. How do I actually do that? You know, yeah. um, do I put hands on them? Do I use anointing oil? I mean, there's all these little intricate yeah. things, you know? Um, I don't know if you know about a class we're teaching over at Faith Builders. It's called Firestarters. I don't know if you heard about no, that. Know that. I'm telling you, pastor, this is like, there's an anointing on this class. And basically what it's teaching people is their identity how to hear Holy Spirit and then how to take those risks. So in class, we're having, I'll, I'll have someone stand up and I'll say, okay, everyone's going to give the, this, this person a prophetic word or a word of knowledge. And we ask Holy Spirit to give it to us and bam, 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 one after another, you know, okay, everybody needs healing. Come up all you right now. And then we're now we're going to pray for healing. And then we go through some of the protocols of, hey, you ask somebody, yeah. hey, can I, put my hand on your shoulder. It was that okay. Yeah. You know, and then you just, you go direct, you know, in Jesus name, just declare healing, you know, and you just, it, it's not as hard as what people think, but it's that whole fear thing that keeps them from actually doing yeah, it. Yeah. We did that last summer. I was in charge of a team that went out on every Saturday morning and we just picked out random neighborhoods and we just went out there and we just wanted to pray for people. Yeah. But you could see that initial kind of hesitancy to walking up yep. and some people don't want to look at you. Some people turn the corner right yep. away, yep. but you, you got to get through that initial fear fear that initial yep. like am invading someone's privacy yeah and just walk up and you know just say hey you know i just feel led you know can i pray with you about something is there a need that you may have or something that you desire yep. you know i just want to pray with you and some yep. people will let you will put out their hands some people will want to come in and hug you yep and others will just want to look at you eyeball and let you pray because they don't trust you right but if you as long as you get the opportunity to start breaking down those barriers oh, it's huge and go after it 
you know, and then and then you get used to it after a while. Yeah, no, you you do. And um, speaking of that class, um, so if you guys have heard about this class, it's fire starters. It's actually a twelve week class. I I condensed it into an eight week class, and um, the second class is right now going on at Faith Builders Church. And I also just looked at condensing it down to a two day seminar, so I can go a Friday and then a Saturday. And we also have an out reach that we'll do within that and the outreach is called treasure hunting so if you guys if anybody's listening right now and you're thinking your church might want some of this training guys i'm telling you it's an amazing thing it they'll literally they'll literally pray when we go do this uh treasure hunting um outing they pray that holy spirit would give them clues to find the people that were about to go go find and so they write down these clues and then we go out and we find these people and they're like oh my gosh i heard holy spirit i know what he sounds like and and then they're responding to the people and these are all godly connections so it's like a positive positive uh godly connection and it's just an amazing thing so i think yeah. it's always amazing when you begin to learn to hear the holy spirit's voice oh. and you begin to recognize hey this is him talking to me yeah that that to me that those are wow moments yeah it's just because you just like i wasn't trained that in my house i wasn't trained that in school no you know none of those things yeah. you know and i just began to learn that and it's just an awesome feeling when you recognize it's the holy spirit talking yeah and you know and i guess the other thing too is that if you're listening right now there's it it's okay to be wrong too I mean, it's totally okay. I mean, if you think Holy Spirit told you to, to say something to somebody, just make sure it's edifying and all those yeah. kind of things. You don't want to be judgmental. I mean, in no way. And that's something you'll you'll learn in the class. But the risk is the is the part that God wants you to do. That's the faith of taking that step and actually doing it, right? Um, and and if you're wrong, it's okay because you don't you don't have the outcome of what's going to happen. You only got the outcome of what you're about to do, right? You know, I heard uh, was it Sean Bolts? I think it's Sean Bolts who's huge in the prophetic. Yes, I, and I, I know I've been listening to him a few times. Yep. And one time he told me how he got started. And he said, I was wrong. There was sometimes I messed up. I got it wrong. Yeah. He said, but I prayed to God, Lord, forgive me if I messed up, you know, yep. but I know you're going to work this thing out. Yep. He goes, but you never get it right without getting it wrong first. Exactly. And I'm thinking, here's this, here's this great prophet that God is using all around the world. And yep. he's telling me, I have gotten it wrong when I first started out. That really encouraged me to say, you know what, I'm going to, devil, you are not going to tell me that I can't do this because, KC, you keep getting it wrong. You're never going to get it. You need, you're not a prophet. You don't have a word of knowledge. Stop talking to these people. And then he bombards you with those negative thoughts. Yes. I'm thinking if Sean can get it wrong, you know what? I'm going to keep trying because at some point like him, I'm going to get it right. Yeah. Amen. Yes. So I want to encourage those out there. You may have messed up. You may have fallen. Maybe things didn't work out, but you got to keep trying. Keep moving. Keep listening. Keep staying strong after it. And you know what? At some point, you are going to come through and you are going to be a real voice for the kingdom. Yeah, exactly. And without the risk, you'll never know. So if you don't take it, you'll never know. And I'm telling you, God, Holy Spirit is speaking to everyone. Um, your life has a preordained destiny. And within that preordained destiny, there are people's lives attached to it. So those connections you're supposed to be meeting and you're supposed to be talking to those people and Holy Spirit's going to give you what to say to them. Yeah. You know, it's so important. It's, it's like where you're at in, in, at that school. I mean, it's 
it's important. I mean, it it's important for the people that are there. I mean, you have those lives, those kids' lives that that are there, and Holy Spirit speaking to you, and you're responding, which is really cool. Yeah, and a, a little side example here is, I, I've watched my wife. My my wife operates in the prophetic, and I, I just get astounded that when she speaks to people. God is just so right on, and it's a word in season, and it just changes them right on the spot. Huge, right? It's yeah. like if I'm coaching in a basketball game, and a kid is not, something's not going right, and I say, well, just do this and do this, and let's do this. And they go out there, and it changes everything for them yeah. to have success. Yeah. And that's what I see the prophetic does. It changes everything, and now they can move on and have success in their life oh, through, a, through a stumbling block, through a place where they didn't know what was going on or how yep. to change something. Yeah. And I, I, just, I, I just love watching it. Yeah. And it's new to me. I mean, this taking risk and things like that. I mean, I it's it's new. It's uh, it's it's just the listening and hearing it and just taking that risk. I mean, and the more you do it, it's it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It what, one of the things I teach about in this class. It's like uh, it, it's referring to taking a taste. So you get that joy, right? And then it's like, oh, that's what that is. I want more of that. I want some more. I want some more. Yeah. And you just keep on doing it, and you want more and more and more. So exactly, yeah. 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 So tell me a particular testimony that was um, kind of that, that touched your heart. Um, and I know you've been doing this a, a pretty long time, so it might be hard to kind of come up with uh, just one. Well, but. one of the one it's been sitting in my mind right now, and it came a little earlier. I had a young kid who was, he was only about five, five, nine, skinny kid. He was one of my guards. He was gangs, big time drug dealer. Uh, carried two guns in his pants and always had one game he said coach hold my money in a game <laughs> he had I, I swear it must have been as big as this microphone piece wow. right here and it was 20s 100s and 50s and I'm, I'm trying to coach a game with this big wad in my pocket <laughs> and the neighborhoods that we go to the teams that we play are all in tough right. and so I'm going my god look what this kid has and then one day he comes through the hallway by the gym and he's crying. And he's going, coach, coach, coach. I said, what? I'm hearing voices, coach, and I can't stop them. And they want me to kill people and they want me to do this. And coach, wow. I can't handle it anymore. Coach, I can't stop these voices. And he's just crying and he's just going ballistic in the hallway. So I just pulled him around the corner and we, just, we both slid down on the floor. And I said, those are demonic voices. I said, they're torturing you, man. Wow. I said, but I know a way you can get rid of those voices because you have an empty spirit on the inside of you and the spirit of these demon forces are coming after you trying to get you to destroy others and get you to destroy yourself. I said, this is the, this is the time I've been talking. I've been witnessing to him. I Go said, ahead. this is our moment right now. I said, why don't you accept Jesus with me right now? I said, and watch the voices begin to stop in your life wow. because you're going to have a spirit in you that's greater than the spirit that's coming against you right now. Yeah. So right on the floor, in the hallway. Amen. It just touches me now. Amen. We prayed and he accepts Jesus Christ right then on the floor. And all of a sudden you just see this peace. His shoulders drop and he has this peace. I said, how do you feel? He goes, coach, I'm, I just feel so good right now. I'm at peace. That's and now he has a wife, he has a baby, and he's doing okay. We're friends on Facebook. But that was just like, it was the turning point in his life. Yeah. Because I don't know, because he didn't have a dad. He was living with his grandma. He was his own man, running the streets whenever he wanted to, had money whenever he wanted. And it was just, it, wow, what a turning point. And when you, 
when God uses you to create turning points in people's lives, yeah, it's, then you realize, you know what, I have a purpose. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And what uh, Pastor White just described, God is calling you to do the exact same things. And think about this, guys. Think about this analogy. If we all were doing just that, when's the last time you led someone to Christ? Has it been a, a week, a day? We should be doing that all the time. We should be oozing out Holy Spirit wherever we go. And people should be looking at us going, oh, I just want whatever you have, right? Exactly. I mean, right where you are, right yeah. at your job, coffee shops, you know, restaurants, grocery stores, wherever the case may be, you can always find somebody who looks like they need something. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Bus stops. You know, it's one of the places I like to stop is bus stops because they're not going anywhere. They're waiting no. on that bus. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got you until that bus shows up. Yeah. 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 So, um, so you're still coaching and at, at this the, at the right. high school, right? Mm-hmm. So, what's on the horizon for you? Um, I know you started. Um, you doing uh, like Facebook. Um, like 30 seconds to a minute, like motivational um, spots. So kind of tell me about that stuff. Yeah. What we're doing is on Tuesdays, we're doing two. On Tuesdays, we're doing preaching for like about a minute. Okay. When I preach somewhere, I'll take it and then I will put a clip of about a minute something. But on Thursday, right. we're doing motivational. Okay. And I'm trying to, what I, what I feel God's leading me into is leading me into both sects. Again, I want to stay with ministry, right. but I want to reach out and I want to touch those and bring those and maybe don't listen to preachers right. you know, don't listen don't listen to you know the gospel or anything like that right. but if i can interject small pieces in there yeah you know little hooks that say oh you know think about god think about jesus think about turning my life around because that's what living motivated is about you turning your life in another direction and that's the direction of wanting to be successful you know, right. wanting to do more, wanting to accomplish your goals, you know, writing out a vision and going to achieve something that you didn't think you can achieve before. Because right. inside of all of us is the kingdom of God. Yeah. And too often we're looking outside for things yeah. where if you just live it, yeah, it'll come out of you. Yeah. Because everything that we need to be a success has already been planted on the inside of us. Right. And so people need to start looking in the mirror and say, okay, what can I become successful in? What am I good at? Because we all got gifts. Right. But we need someone to, sometimes we need someone to help bring them out and make them realize, you know, I am more than this. I can do more. I can become more than this. I can achieve this. Yeah. And so that's one of the things I really enjoy doing is trying to help people understand that, hey, you can move from your situation. You're not stuck. Yeah. Yeah. So you're doing those on Tuesdays or what? The preaching's on Tuesdays. The motivation is on Thursdays. Okay. And where can they go to look at that stuff? On your Facebook? Facebook. Coach White. And you also have a website, don't you? Pardon? You, You have a website. At um, is it motivate.org? Motivateme.org? Motivateme.org. Okay. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Um, so, what else is on the horizon? I, I know you're going to be doing these kind of things, but do you have anything else coming up? We just came off of preaching. We've been in Arkansas and Texas. We were at Southwest Believers Conference with Kenneth Copeland, and that was pretty awesome. Yeah. I saw and, some and pictures. And then we were of that. preaching in Russellville, Little Rock, and uh, Lake Village, and McGee. So, we've been preaching around there, just trying to share the gospel. Right. Trying to get out. So, aside from my pastor, being assistant pastor, Aside from teaching and coaching and full schedule, and then we also get out and we, Bobby and I minister at other churches. Yeah. So right there creates a very full schedule, and then we try to fit our time in to maybe go visit our kids in Tulsa or you. Yeah. You know, I keep on seeing um, on top of you, life coach, life coach, and it just keeps on blinking. I don't know if that means anything to you. No, that, that's one of my next goals. Okay. Is to go, is working on being a certified life coach. Okay. Well, I keep so, on yeah. seeing it, so... 
Yeah, no, it's, I appreciate it's it. Blanket. That, that's ding, what I've ding. told. In fact, I had I had some information. I spoke to another person who was a life coach, and they gave me their folder and everything. Yeah. So that's my that's my next phase because yeah. you know I want to. I know it's been a long time. I had some great coaches who invested in me in high school. Yeah. And uh, that's one of the things you know when, when you're a teacher and you're a pastor and you're a coach. Yeah. Every one of those are invest. You invest yeah. in people. Yeah. So I know my calling is to invest in people whenever yeah. I can to help them become a success in life. Excellent. One of the biggest things is you, you want people to determine what their outcomes are. Yeah. What is it you want? Yeah. Because once I can get you to determine your outcomes, now Vision. we can create a path that's going to get you toward your outcomes. It's huge. You know, we're going to begin to narrow down what it is that you need to be doing and don't need to be doing. I agree with you. I, I'm a big proponent on a vision and then speak in that future and everything's leading up to what that is. Right. God just wants to see you moving in a direction. Always it, forward. Yes. From faith to faith, glory to glory. Yes. He wants you to see you moving in yep. a forward direction. And then he'll lead. Yep. Always, always. Many other plans in a man's heart, but but it's the Lord's purpose that will prevail. Yes. And he wants to fulfill the desires of our heart, but we got to get it right first in line with him. That's so important, right? All right. So uh, I haven't talked about my sponsors yet. I'll talk about the first sponsor, and that's uh, some people from my church, and they have a construction company called Nexus Resolution, guys. So any kind of remodeling in your house, whether you're doing your bathrooms, your kitchen, uh, your basement remodeling, doing landscaping, uh, check them out on Facebook, Nexus Resolution, and look at the pictures of some of the stuff they're doing. It's just amazing. Or you can go on their website. It's nexusresolution.com. And uh, as for Chuck, he is the owner. Really cool thing about Nexus Resolution, guys, is that part of the proceeds, one, yes, they go to pay for this show, but the other part is that we're putting away money to do a Dream Center here in the Milwaukee area, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, the other uh, uh, sponsorship is my business, and it's called Healthy Surrender. And Coach, as we were walking in, we were talking about uh, keto, ketos, and G four, and and I mentioned the gel. So I've been on ketos G four, which is through Healthy Surrender. It's called New You Life, and but the company name the, for my company is called Healthy Surrender. And um, so ketos G four is what I've been taking. It gets your body in a ketosis state, and uh, so it starts burning the fuel um, that it should be, which is the fats and not the sugars that 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 you're intaking. The other thing is uh, HGH gel. That, guys, I'm telling you, that is an amazing, amazing thing. So our HGH levels, when we turn 30, start to plummet, and they plummet fast. And if you're like me, I'm going to be 52. Um, they're probably almost non-existent. It affects your, adre- uh, your your adrenal gland and your thyroid. So just check it out, guys. Uh, it's two different products. Um, they're both going to help you in, in similar ways. And the synergy between the two is an amazing thing. Uh, go to Healthy surrender.com to get more information so guys remember it is up to us to change the things that are happening in our cities god is going to give us the visions and the plans and then through that overflow that intimate relationship that we have with him we can do those things and we can change those things in our cities so remember surrender all and be a blessing to someone your glory and all